chronicles of a hip-hop legend Keep it true to the culture If it's anything less, you can forget it D.D. Turner and C-Stat facilitate the convo Legends bless the show with the knowledge to kill a combo From MCs, graffiti writers, b-boys to DJs The culture lives here, so put the episode on replay DJ J. St. Paul makes it what we play It's time to get the show on the road, no further delay This episode of the Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend radio show is executive produced by Ishmael Street, produced by Red Luck Concept, and recorded at Black Five Tribe Studios in the fourth dimension room on the dark side of a dwarf planet named Skippy's Jab orbiting Trappist One at a distance of 230 trillion miles away. Chapter One, Cold Cold Crush, Cold Cold Crush, Cold Crush, Cold Crush. The in-sync recitation of the legendary hip-hop crew's name along with the stomach-pinching depth of the accompanying drum patterns, appeared as though they had sparked a sense of fear in all inanimate objects in the cobweb-ridden walkway. Cold, cold crush, cold, cold crush. This is T-C-O-H-H-L Radio, where we're always, I repeat, always about the culture, you dig? His progression down the mildew corridor brought him closer to a wretched mildew stench and a progressively increasing decibel. With the planting of his next step, the corner sprung forth with life and bellowed a cringing hiss. Cypher's attention quickly focused on the corner, and with his eyes, he made out the faint distinction of a strayed black cat. Stupid cat. He remarked under his breath, while regaining the little composure that remained. With each step toward the aged door that hid the focus of his attention, the splintered floorboards buckled and released a characteristic cracking noise. Hey yo, Cypher, releasing a knowledge orb will reveal the secrets of the hidden. A voice spoke from the general area of his left wrist. Cypher deciphered the telling statement that bounced from the odd-shaped mechanism that wrapped his wrist and immediately reached for the gold relic that hung around his neck. The relic was dreadfully scary to anyone who saw it for the first time, but this would eventually be superseded by the intuitive understanding that it represented something big and quite possibly masked something magical. The two awkward faces represented on the relic differed in their expression, but found a sense of mutuality in a shared crown and rod. The movable on-off switch on the rod confirmed without question that it was in fact an MC's microphone. Perched upon a solid gold sphere, it was high-profiled as it adorned patterns of clustering black, red, and traditional colored diamonds. Cypher grabbed hold of the draped relic and maneuvered it in a counterclockwise manner, causing it to release a greenish orb that hovered and morphed into several visual panels, all depicting what appeared to be a cachet of obscured instructions. The drag-and-drop interaction between Cypher's hands and the panels broke the principles of secrecy when a couple of seconds of image shuffling brought forth a sense of clarity and direction. I've got it. The door. Son is telling me to check behind the door, young Cypher concluded. The recent transaction of images revealed that something big was happening behind the door, and his inquiry into such matters was required. As he stepped into position and grabbed hold of the doorknob, the blaring cold crush chant quickly evolved into a high-pitched screeching noise that was accompanied by a devilish cackle. Die, you b-boy suckers, die, suckers, die. An angry voice seeped from behind the confines of the door. This episode 
of the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend radio show is sponsored by 80s University Apparel. Visit weare80u.com today and brand new your retro. Now on with the show. The Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend? Always about to coach.
the hip hop legends taking over your airwaves. Let's go. Could never be stopped. See, it's three of us, and I know we're fresh. Party rockers, non stoppers, and our names are deaf. See, the J is for just, the other for jamming. The F is for fresh, A N D, deaf. Behind the turntables is DJ Train. Mixing and scratching is the name of the game. Now, here's a little something about nosy people. It's not real hard, it's plain and simple, baby D. See, 
bus come and she just come down. Yo, peace, this is your bone in the WMC, Nupasso Zubonation representing straight out from Uganda. Peace and much respect, this is Sean Cisa WMC from Universal Zoo Nation, straight out from Uganda. Yo, 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 peace. This is INI Ross Bernard Benzema from Universal Zulu Nation, Chata Uganda, straight out of Uganda. And I am tuned into the Chronicles of Hip Hop Legend Radio with Didi Turner, C Stats, and Mr. Street. Peace and one blood. Blood, 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 Snatchers and hard attackers, the three combined. Plus other chapters, I kick more flips than acrobatics. So you're plastic, but it get more charged than my dramatics. Don't pack it, but got friends that'll let you have it. Don't start it, or else they'll have to grab it. Insane till all my pain is out my brain. The drive of soul remains, another MC slain. Moving the cycles on the lighter with the fire. Your purple going in circles like those good year tires. Layers and labels on the other sides of tables. When I unravel, I'll be kicking more channels in the cables. I'm ready, willing, and able to end your lifeline. Your windpipe's mine, cause I'm inclined to kick the right rhyme. So very hardcore that you hit the hard floor. I score when I do jacks, I'm lacking car doors. of a hip-hop legend always about the culture
do right here is go back, 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 back. Brothers on the grind, let me ask you. If we ran a race, how many times would I pass you? Never let your money cloud the fact that what I said is real. I'll be running rhymes, you be running on the treadmill. TCD's born, let them sell dank. I never had to risk my freedom to make bank. So suckers keep running after me until you drop. Cause you be choking dust when I bust in the face. Pick up your microphones. <laughs> Pick up your microphones. Yo, how many mics do we rip on the deli? Send me, say mini money. Send me, say many, many, many. How many mics do we rip on the deli? Mini money. Send me, say many, many, many. I get mad frustrated when I rhyme. Thinking of all them kids that try to do this for all the wrong reasons. Seasons change, mad things rearrange, but it all stays the same. Like the love Doctor Strange, I'm tame like the rapper. Get red like a snapper when they do that. Got your whole block saying true that. If only they knew that. It was you who was irregular. Soldier, soldier, some secular music actors. Whack, plus you use that. Loop over and over, claiming that you got a new style. Your attempts are futile. Who shall? You're pure. Brain waves are sterile. You can't create, you just wait to take my tape. Laced with malice, hands get callous. From gripping microphones from here to Dallas. Go ask Alice if you don't believe me. I get inner visions like Stevie. See me ascend from the chalice like the Weeby. Indeed, be like Khalid Muhammad. Vomit, I get controversial, freaking style with no rehearsal. Ooh, contraire, moon friend. Don't you even go there. Me without a mic is like a bee without a snare. I dare to tear into your ego. We go way back like some ganja and Poliquo or Coleco vision. My mind's making decisions in your anatomy. And I back this with Deuteronomy. Or Leviticus, God made this word. You can't get with this. Sweet like licorice, dangerous like syphilis. Yo. Yeah. How many, How many mics, mics do we rip on, on the deli? Oh, fish water. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
Under city lights, pump the lightest, scream is righteous, work it out, but y'all ain't hearing it. Words travel deep in your spirit alone. I cruise the block and use the box and serenade the moonlight with the speakers. Niggas lean back, deep in your seats and feel me. Clicks and crews and hoods and gangs who love it, I'm loving you dearly. Keep hustling, juggling, pressure, life and success. Those who made it, debated until another's death. We buried ourselves under the jail without shovels and dirt under nails. Bubbles with crime and trouble tales of street violence turned extreme. To ripping joints on stage, to cutting faint time short, to life support none but just realize what y'all done. We giving them reason to scream on us and it's just begun. What happened to us in the bigger picture? Don't you understand when one of us falls that we all fallin' with you? Come on. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Another episode of the Chronicles of the Hip Hop Legend Legend Radio Show, T C O H H L Radio. How you doing, world? What's up, stats? Chilling, man. Chilling, chilling, man. It's been a, it's been a wild, wild weekend, man. Yeah. We had a, yeah, a little function last night. Had a good time. That's what's up. You know, yeah. But uh, uh, shout out. Well, I'm gonna say uh, the paramedics were on the scene at the end. Of- <laughs> what what happened? You you said well well let's yeah. let's let, let's say this like, um, what what event were you at? Oh well, my my homegirl Annie and I, one of her friends had a nice little event in uh, the Grace Hotel over on West Forty Fifth and Sixth Ave. Okay. A nice little joint, three levels, you know, pool, lounge, VIP lounge. Everybody was in there. It was a nice, nice crowd. Right. Everybody grown and sexy. But you know, you got a lot of you know, everybody's drinking, having a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just, you know, pool section. She was in the pool all night. I guess she had too much, you know, too much of that yak. Yo, hold on a second. Let me let me ask you this, yo. Was was it a um, was it an indoor pool? Yeah, indoor. Oh, okay, pool. okay, I okay. Was, okay. I was shitting me, bro. I was melting. Okay, so it was like a, it was like the heated joint. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Joint. That's what's up. Nice, nice joint. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I like as soon as I came in, she was already turned up. Like, <laughs> 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 I already do. I was like, damn, by the end of the night, I hope you're still standing. But yeah. So I, we all leaving, walking out. I see the paramedics and the firemen going in. Right, right. Sure enough, I got worried. Oh, it was, it was, it was shorty in the red bikini. <laughs> yeah, she done. Like, dropped on the, just done. She ain't know how to hold all that liquor, huh? Nah, man. Nah, I'm pretty much sure it was a couple of them because everybody came out there wobbling. Man. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a good time. Shout, shout out to Andy for it. For you know, bringing me out, good time, man. I'll be at the next one. You heard? That's what's up. Well, give Annie my regards, man. I, I haven't seen Annie in years, so so tell her I said, "What up, yo?" Yeah, she might be. She might have heard you just now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Annie. Hoping all is well. No, seriously, man. We we um, you know, we we have some met some wonderful people in high school, man, that have gone on to do some tremendous that go that have gone on to do some great things and continue to do great things. So. Any um, continued success to you, you know, and, and actually it, it's appropriate that we, we shout out Annie because if you, um, well, it's appropriate that we talk, that we not just shout out Annie, but that we're talking about her too, because, um, the show, right. If, you know, in, in the, in the music leading up to our dialogue now, um, it's obviously for a reason. It's not that we don't recognize the, the significance of female MCs in hip hop, right. It's a very important um 
you know, uh, they've contributed largely to the uh, development of hip hop culture since the beginning. Um, but also, too, man, if you listen to some of those some of those uh, lyricists and I don't I don't want to say female lyricists because I think to say female lyricists implies that um, that they can't hold their own potentially amongst males. And that's bullshit. I've heard a lot of female MCs that are a lot better than some of the dudes. And in in some cases, I found that um, by and large, female MCs stick to the authenticity of the culture more so than more so than their male counterparts sometimes so um you know we we did sort of that quick abbreviated sort of playlist um leading up to our dialogue now with those uh with those female mcs to 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 celebrate and recognize what this episode is and this this episode is we have the wonderful wonderful incomparable just dope all around MC and and uh purveyor of the culture of hip hop, uh Rhapsody uh on the show Rhapsody. today, man, which is dope, man. So um yeah, you know, and then and then, you know, we're gonna also go into a mix um, you know, by uh Rhapsody with some of her music and, and, and sort of explore through the music exploring, you know, um you know, her maturation, you know, from the days of Cooley High up until present and everything in between. Um, and that's coming up shortly. But, um, yeah, man, looking forward to the conversation with Rhapsody, man. It's it's definitely a privilege and an honor for us. Yeah, man. It's always good to, to talk to a enlightened MC Word. who takes the craft and the culture seriously, man. I, I always enjoy a conversation with someone that, that loves the culture. And Ashley is and participating in the culture you know yeah yeah so that's, that's true that's always a good thing but shout to rhapsody man keep doing your thing we're we're absolutely man absolutely but yo man it's been a minute man since since we've uh chopped it up for the listeners man so so what's going on with you otherwise man yeah man it's, it's been a minute man i should i i've been out you know looking around walking around you know what i mean and you know we always you know gather information that we see man so everybody knows that you know uh mr trump you know what I mean? It's running around doing wild, crazy crap. Yeah. You know, all over the place. So, you know, wherever you are in the, in, in the country, in the world, man, I hope you've not been affected by these immigration laws and lost loved ones. And, Word. You know, and, uh, you know, family over these, in Syria with these attacks. And it's a lot of ugly stuff going on, man. So, you know, I know we haven't, you know, really talked, you know, about all the stuff in a while, but it's funny that all, it's like millions of things have been happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's kind of chaos to me, man. But, yeah, you yo, know, you you know what? Head out there. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. If it, if it's not the health coverage thing, then you know, to your point, it's the, um, you know, the immigration uh, situation, yeah. which is impacting so many people. But, um, you know what else is is fucking with me, man? With with Trump, what is is his is his uh foreign policy shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah, just the yeah. other day. It was the the launch of uh, you know some um, what was it the Tomahawk missiles several Tomahawk mi- missiles on the Syrian air base you know what I mean which which to me I know when I heard about the shit on the news I, I kind of figured you know the news has to try to be as um, as unbiased as possible and and then also to be objective in in their delivery of the news. 
Um, yeah. But but the thing, and then sort of dance around sort of what the real issue is and what the result could be, right? Um, when you take m- missiles and shoot them at another country's, um, you know, you know, and in this case, it was a military uh, installation, right? You shoot it at a military installation, although nobody was hurt. Um, you know, the situation is to me, as I read it, it's an act of war. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it's it's a declaration of 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 a willingness to enter into some type of contentious battle, physical war you know, describe battle against the receiver of those missiles. You know what I mean? Or or in this case the receiver of the of, of any type of aggression. And you know, he's just wilding, man. And then the shit too, who who really I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a hundred with you, who really has me kinda shook a little bit, is that motherfucker Kim Jong un. The 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 oh, you North know Korea. Yeah, North Korea man. That motherfucker, that little pudgy little dude, yeah. man, he's ruthless. Yeah, yeah, and it's funny you said that because I was just thinking that in my head. Yeah, you know, because today, you know, today mm-hmm. I uh, I saw a video this morning. Yeah, um, about Trump saying if China doesn't do something to North Korea, right, we will, right. You know, and and um, I remember Bush tried to fuck with Mr. Kim. What's his name? Kim Jong Long. Yeah, <laughs> Kim Jong Un. Yeah, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, right? I remember. When Mr. Bush tried fucking with him, he yeah. tried to cut off his Hennessy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was like, all right, you can cut it off. This man drinks a half a million dollars of Hennessy a year. Wow. I, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But he must have a kidney and the liver of an iron horse. Yeah. But Well, that's but, why he looked like that, man. He's a fucking yeah. Oompa Loompa. He looks like that because of, you know, his liver is fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> I'm just saying that shit, man. But just because that dude... I, I gotta say something against him man because he's just a ruthless shit um yeah, but go ahead i didn't mean to cut you off go ahead man yeah but 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 uh but you see sometimes you know we poke our noses in a lot of shit that we don't necessarily have to be poking our noses in i, I mean, agree I, 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 I that's what i think i mean my thing is you know you gotta before before you go fucking with somebody else fix your house mm-hmm. you know what i mean and our house is really broken it needs a lot of innovation over here man like you know we we don't need general contractors you know what i mean we need more than that i agree you know, you know what i mean so you fucking with north korea these dudes got three million kids that want to come kill everybody over here yeah that's how they trained man that, yeah, that's how they but, train but it's the kids and then they'll send the troops yeah you know what i'm saying so i don't see i don't see what i mean i, I live you know i'm from brownsville brooklyn but i don't see any North Koreans threatening me? Nah, not at all. <laughs> you know not saying? at all. Like, it's, it's it's weird, man. And I don't really see, you know, I mean, I try to keep abreast on um, what's going on as far as politics. Yeah. Um, you know, in the news around 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 the country. Right. But I don't see any a- anything that North Korea is doing that's threatening us. Yeah, no doubt. I I might be wrong. Yeah. I might be wrong. But I don't think that it's a good idea. Let China deal with that. If yeah. China got beat for North Korea, let them deal with that, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, this shit, I, I, I just want to sit back and listen to some Joey Badass for a little bit. You know? <laughs> word. <laughs> word. No, true indeed. And, and, and you know, that this is the thing, man. Um, it's a very interesting thing because, you know, since 
I would probably say since since the threat of the spread of communism, right? Probably around what was that World War Two, right? Because that that I mean probably post World War Two, and, and I'm no historian, but but I want to say it might have been post. No, it might have been right around World World War Two, right? Nazi Germany um, and Hitler spreading, you know, wanting to spread his ideals, and I think in effect that was a form of communism, right? Um, and that's when America started to 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 sort of meddle, right? Because the, the the concern was that if we let communism continue to spread, then it's going to threaten, it's going to overtake all of these democratic countries or countries that are democratic in nature, um, thereby affecting our ability to sort of create international ties with these countries, right? And then obviously, yeah. once international ties are impacted, then business is impacted, and once you fuck the money up, then you know, it's a wrap after that eventually, right? But it's interesting, man, because communism would never spread here, right? It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Communist communism is never going to happen in places like the UK, right? It's never going to happen in places like Germany. It's never going to happen in places like the Netherlands, right? It's not going to happen in Australia. You know what I mean? So, so the, so the company, I mean, the companies, man, I'm thinking like a business. So, so the countries that we have allies with, that, that we are allied with, right? And we have international, you know, relatively tight or strong international relationships with, because we built those over the years. Communism is not going to spread there. So to your point, you're right. Why, f why we give a fuck about North Korea, right? <laughs> like we, we not having shit. Like whenever the last time you bought a coat, right? Or a toy, the shit don't say built in North Korea there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Playstations ain't built in North Korea. We don't buy cars from, you know, like Nissan's don't come from North Korea. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Lexus's don't come from North Korea. So, so all of the things that we need to survive and major manufacturing, mind you, does not come from North Korea. It's like, you know, it comes from China, right? China and New Mexico. I mean, China and Mexico. I'm sorry. I'm thinking New Mexico, China and Mexico. So the thing is, is that why we care about North Korea, right? And then they'll say, you know, the, the, the current administration will say, and I guess all pre the previous admin, presidential uh, cabinets will also say in the past that, you know what? Well, listen, this is the thing. We have to protect the people that we have in places like South Korea or in China, Right. Because if he lets those bombs fly, right, those new if he if he does a nuclear launch and it hits part of China, then guess what? We have folks in China. Right. There's American people in China. There's American people in Korea and I mean, in South Korea. So if we if he if we let those fly, then our people could be impacted. And that's an issue. Right. So I get it. You know what I mean? But it, it, it really is a slippery thing, because when you have somebody like Kim Jong Un that, does, that clearly just doesn't give a fuck about anything outside of North Korea, then that's a problem. Because whenever he's sick of here dealing with your shit, he's just going to press the button. And the other thing, too, man, is I mean, we're talking about a people in North Korea that are so that have been brainwashed for so long that they, they'll, in my mind, will do anything for their government. I mean, you got some people that are expats and they'll be like, you know what, I'm leaving and I'm getting out of that country and I'm going to expose everything that I can if I can get out. But these are the this is a place that they just don't care about their people. If you don't if you don't commit to the will of the government 
and you surrender yourself to the censorship, the guided lifestyle, um, you know, just just, you know, the, the rules and laws that are very stark in North Korea, then you know what? You <laughs> you might as well just shoot yourself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and again, man, to me, I just don't understand why we need to be concerned with that. But again, I'm 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 no um politician and i'm certainly no expert in international affairs or the or the importance of it and to that point man let's move on because we could talk about this shit all day and it's all about rhapsody today you know what i'm saying so i'm I'm, I'm sure i'm sure rhapsody fans don't probably not that they don't care you know we all have to care about what's going on in the world but not to the to the extent of of us uh, overshadowing what this show is about man but but um what else you got going on man what else is good Chilling that man, just chilling man. I'm doing some work in here. I got my my new dog Roxy, man. She's got to go to the vet, man. Okay. Yeah, she has um, cataracts in her eyes. So all oh, the dog okay. lovers, man. Yeah. It's you know it's hard to see your dog like bumping into shit. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, man. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, ban- it's bananas, bro. So I'm gonna take care of her, man. So if anybody out there know a good vet, man, out here, man, just just please let email it, send it to TCO. HXLradio.com, yeah. Facebook, Instagram, anything, man, because, you know, I'm a dog lover, so I want to take care of my baby, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yo, you know what I want to do? I want to take this opportunity to give a special shout-out to a really, really good friend of mine, man, somebody that I grew up with. I've probably known this guy since maybe, shit, man, maybe eight years old or something like that. My man... Uh, make Michael make mentor man. He's he's doing some great things, and he actually just opened a restaurant um, in East New York called Burger Your wow. Way on East New York Avenue. Um, wow. Right, right. I think it's two blocks from the uh, the junction. It's called Burger Your Way Express, and 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 he just took over ownership of that. So I hear the burgers are phenomenal. Next time I'm in town, I definitely got to get over there. But I definitely want to give a shout out to him because he's, you know, over the years, he's been committed to doing a lot of great things, man. And, and um, you know, he's, he's certainly touched success, you know, multiple times. And this is just another step on his uh, the, on the on the rung of his ladder, you know, towards wow. big things. So so I don't know the exact street address, but it's Burger Your Way Express on East New York Avenue. I think it's right next to I think it's in a little small strip mall right next to the yeah. um there's a subways in there. And a golden crust, right? Golden crust. Right, there, right, yeah. right. And the burger your way is actually the first store on like in the mall, like when yeah. you're going in. Yeah. So I gotta check it out, man. Shout to him, man. That's that's all I like hearing news like that. Yeah, man. yeah, definitely, man. So it. so shout out, man. Um what else I was gonna say? Um oh so I'd be remiss if I didn't if if I didn't um put this out there. So if y'all notice, we started to show off a little bit different today, right? We started it off with um our you know our production drop and then following that it was chapter one of the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend audio book, Paths of Grand Wizardry. Right? So so that book actually predates this radio show, and truthfully the book serves as the inspiration i guess and also the impetus impetus of this show right so um we think we can't obviously play the whole chapter i think that the entire 
for chapter one, the read time is like eight minutes and change. And, and it's, you know, just for, you know, production reasons and, and, and time management reasons. We can't play the whole thing. But um, we hope that in you listening to chapter one, right, the three minutes or two and a half or three minutes of it that you heard, that it's enough for you to to continue to engage in and check it out. And you could check it out at tcohhl.bandcamp.com, the whole thing, the entire audio book, all 36 chapters. Or alternatively, you could tune in, you can continue to, to tune in to the show for the next 36 shows well, now next 35 shows and every episode will be starting off with the next chat with it with a chapter. So we did chapter one next week will be chapter two and, and then you, we're going to progress through it that way. So, um, you know, it, it's just a, a fitting time. We, you know, we, we have all of these sort of, you know, great iterations of the hip hop story out now from the breaks, which is yeah. my personal favorite, man. I fucking love that show. The breaks, and then the get down, which uh, I, I like it. I like I like the intent of the story. I just I just don't n- totally like the story, if that makes any sense. Um, or the get down. Uh, the, uh, the get down, yeah. Um, yeah. So the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend, actually, if I may, predates all of those. I just want to put that out there, right? Like it just does, right? Stats. We've been working on the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend since two thousand. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, it predates all of those. So we encourage you to check it out. Um, but, but you know, as I was saying, we have all these different iterations of hip-hop history or aspects of hip-hop history that are being given to us now, and I think it's wonderful. So we got the breaks covering um, the 90s era, the, you know, sort of that golden era of hip-hop um, unfolding in New York City, right, where we were starting to really get into... Uh, hip-hop becoming a big business right a big business starting out in new york right and that story is a great um narrative of that which you know i love the the breaks right um and then we have the get down which is sort of the pre-hip-hop story if you will when you know well not the pre-hip-hop story but but the that part of hip-hop um that part of the hip-hop timeline that represents the transition from disco to hip hop, which I I fucking hate disco music. I've said it over and over again. <laughs> I don't like disco music, man. And I think that's sort of what my hang up is with the breaks. I mean, not the breaks. The get you know the get down. Like I love um, you know the hip hop part of it and and that sort of synchronization uh, with the group, um, the get down brothers. I love that. But when it comes to the disco part, I can't stand it, man. I told somebody earlier, man, listen, people ask me all the time why I don't like disco music, right? And I can't really explain it. I just don't like the sound of it, right? <laughs> nah, nah, real talk, man. I don't like the sound of disco music. I don't like the feeling that it gives me, <laughs> right? I don't like the feeling that it gives me. I love Donna Summers, right? She's wonderful. What 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 she did in terms of contributing to the to the to the progression of black music is 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 something that is phenomenal and will forever be appreciated by me as well as I'm sure the millions of others. So I love Donna Summers. I just don't like fucking disco music. And if I had to explain it, disco music to me is 
synonymous with a brick of cocaine, <laughs> right? A brick of cocaine being cut with cyanide. Like I don't like it. You know what I'm saying? I don't even know nothing about no cocaine or nothing. But you know, you grow <laughs> growing up in 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 Brooklyn, you know, obviously, you know, in the 80s and shit, you exposed to some stuff, right? So it just seems like a bad kilo of coke to me. Like whenever I see, I, I hear, I hear disco music, I see a a, a glass coffee table, and some <laughs> pimp's fucking smelly ass house apartment, right? Um, with all of these this pile carpet and all of this pink fluffy shit, right? And on a glass table, it's a pile of cocaine. And the shit has cyanide dripped in it, as well as roach spray. He's telling everybody to sniff it. <laughs> it's some fucked up shit, right? Like, I can't, I don't even, I'm sorry, man, but that's the way I just, it, so if that was to happen, I would hate that person. Like, I hate Jim Jones, the, 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 the not Jim Jones, the rapper, man. Shout out to Dipset, but Jim Jones, the dude that had all of the people in Guyana drink the Kool-Aid, that was laced with cyanide. I hate him. I hate what he represents, right? Yeah. And I hate that he would use his power to take advantage of people and kill them. You know what I'm saying? Over some religious bullshit ideology. And that's how much I hate disco music. <laughs> that's that's that. So I don't want to spend much time of it, but I had to put that in context because I want people to know why I don't like. There's certain parts of the the breaks I don't like, but I'm committed to watching it. But when disco when when Miley is on singing disco music, I mute it or fast forward it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that, man. What what else you got, man? Because I, I know we, we got to get to the mix, the, you know, rap rhapsody's mix, and everything. Yeah. What, what else you got? Yeah, but I mean, this is kind of kind of old, but I don't think we ever talked about it on the air, man. Did you ever see that movie, um, Get Out? Yeah, I did see that. I went to the movies yeah. to see that shit. Yeah, man. That like, I don't for some reason. That movie is like stuck on my mind. Yeah. For like That's the Jordan Peele joint. Yeah, 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 man. Shout out shout out to Jordan Peele too, but for that being his first movie. Yeah, it's amazing, yo. You know, and and uh it, it was that shit sold over like it was seen over how I don't know how many countries, but it made over a hundred mil. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yo, let me tell you. I probably live in the whitest neighborhood, right? And we went to see it. Marilyn and I went to see that shit mm -hmm. on a Friday night where all of the people in Cyprus are out and about. Cyprus, all of the white people are out in Cyprus, Texas, in the strip mall, you know, doing the doing the loving, you know, living and loving life shit. Right. So which is great. Great. You know what I mean? And this, I shouldn't say that black folks. We're here too, and then we do we do the same exact stuff, man. So so everybody's coexisting and 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 having a great time. But I went to when we went to see that movie, there was a lot of white people in there, and I was a bit concerned because I was like, how are they gonna feel when I laugh? <laughs> <laughs> when I laugh at some of the the, the savage savagery that's getting ready to unfold. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, cause I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, and and it's it's not to say that you know that, that you know that that we don't appreciate life. Life is is a great thing. You don't ever want to yeah. see people hurt, but them motherfuckers, yo, in that movie, 
Yo, they were savages, man, and they were underhanded, and they deserved everything that happened to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, look, look, look. I won't lie. Mm-hmm. I won't lie. I keep it a hundred. You know, I, I, you know, I'm not a, a a bigot or a racist or anything like that. Yeah, black people can't be racist. It's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. But I ain't gonna lie. I know white. I, I know for some white people, you don't understand, that. and that's okay. I'm, we, you know, but we just can't be, and we, that's a whole nother conversation. Go ahead. I don't want it. I don't. Go ahead. Yeah, but when when he when he started um when he put them earplugs in his ears. Yeah. Because and the teacup didn't work no more. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great movie, man. It, it was a great movie, and 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 just real quick, I think, uh, truthfully, man, you know, um, minus the white black thing, I, I think, I think, um, the you know, white brothers and sisters, what we ask you to to consider with this movie is that it's not, it's it, it's not the the um, it's not how he gets back. And it manages to get away, right? I mean that that is a triumph in and of itself, right? But 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 taking a life of people is never a good thing. But what is something that we relish in about this movie is that he had the opportunity to do it. Because, you know, so many times even if you just look at the movie, you look at the examples, you know, before that you had the maid, right? You had the groundskeeper, you had the um you know, the brother that was there that he they, he was telling them stuff and he recognized them the dude's nose started bleeding remember so these so there had already been several instances of people getting there and you know they're being mind altered and then being sort of rotated into these sort of uh you know i mean it really is slavery right it's mental slavery right because you can't physically take somebody and do it you, you couldn't physically you know force those people into those things into those you know roles and positions within to within their you know sort of microcosm of society but um by mental by by altering altering their mental state right and the consciousness then you're able to trick people into into fitting into these roles so that's mental enslavement right so if we if we think about it from that angle you you see an example of someone that was able to break that cycle and get out. You know what I mean? And then also almost have a revolution, if you will. Right? I mean, it, it was a revolt, if you will. Yeah, man. You know, against, you know, these white folks that were, you know, forcing mental enslavement on these people and putting them into positions that they otherwise wouldn't have been in. You know what I mean? So it was a victory, and I think that's what, you know, we 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 really applauded and what we appreciated about the movie. You know? Yeah, man, that shit was crazy. Yeah, but um, yeah, I, hope, I just wanted because I know I I never really talked about it on the air, but yeah, great great flick, man. Shout out to Jordan Peele. Oh, he has some other shit coming out, Slate or something like that. Okay. It's another film he has coming out, so don't be on the lookout, man. You know, I I, I just like to see, you know young you know young actors coming you know, even directors man coming up with their first movie they you know they not didn't have a lot of money right you know struggling to do it and then boom it just blows up yeah you know I mean? so yeah i like i like hear stories like that man. absolutely it's important it definitely is important um so yo man listen I, I know you and i could talk forever but but we made an agreement that we gotta 
start being mindful of the, provo- the, of the production time on this show. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yo, listeners, uh, we appreciate y'all. Thank you for tuning in. Again, we're going to get ready to get into this mix, this Rhapsody mix, exploring uh, Rhapsody's career from the Cooley High days to the current. And like I said, everything in between. And then after we're done with that mix, we're going to bring Rhapsody on, chop it up with her a little bit, you know, find out, um, you know, what, what she's got going on and, and um, you know, what brought her to this point um, in, yeah, in her career, man. So so y'all hold tight. You know what it is, the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend radio show, TCOHHL Radio. Hold tight. We'll be right back. Right away. Yo, this is Dee Dee Turner, founder of the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend and the host of the TCOHHL radio show. Right now, you're tuned in to my young homie, my young brother, DJ J. St. Paul. Yo, Jay, give the people what they came for. Let that joint spin, God. God, 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 God. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. So what you say, y'all? We don't play, y'all. And Cooley High is on the mic with no delay, y'all. So what you say, y'all? We don't play, y'all. In Carolina, we be rhyming all day, dawg. So what you say, y'all? We don't play, y'all. And Cooley High is on the mic with no delay, y'all. So what you say, y'all? We don't play, y'all. In Carolina, we be rhyming all day, yeah. Hey, yo. That's the MIC and C. I might just make you love it. Cause I've been getting busy on the beat so you could bump it. Now bump it. Up another level till you feeling it. You say you want that real, then homie, chill, cause I'm revealing it. Tab diggy healing it. Pressing up the realest shit. Trying to move something like recessions at a dealership. I'ma keep on drilling it. Like my name was Exxon. Longer than a marathon, stronger than some Teflon. Coolly like a fake fingernail, the way we press on. No longer will we linger, homie. We are next on. Y'all can take some days off. Like Bernie Madoff. I'll be up in Cinnies writing rhymes, watching playoffs. Good escape from news if you went on that chaos. Got me feeling like Superman with this cape off Time to put it back on, give the people what they need Music with some faith to let them know they can proceed And as I live and breathe, that's how I'm doing it 365, 24-7, we moving All day, y'all, we don't play, y'all And Cooley High is on the mic with no delay, y'all This is TCOHHL Radio Where we're always, I repeat, always about the culture, you dig? Say y'all, we don't play y'all. In Carolina, we be rhyming all day, 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 all day. See smart check, say hey yo, that's the MIC, cause I be spitting for the public. And when I take a stand, they say that you can never budget. I love it. We just come to pump your brakes, so you'll the bit. And let me grab the wheel. Them haters tired, start to squill and shit. Charlie is brilliant. You star me, I finish it. Can't see me with the squint, I'm higher than the ceiling is. We the illest from the bottom, but we Coming up, shut the tub. I don't have to wear them cuffs to toughen up. What the fuck is up? Nigga went from nothing much to button ups. Now ladies wanna shag like they hair on snuffle up. I guess they get a crush and fuck her up. But I ain't got no time, cause I'm focused on the rich. Cause they never suffer as much as us. They be lackluster. I'ma be that black buster that can shoot off at the mouth like it was a gap buster. We be rhyming off top. Hope that I never see the pen. My driver never stop because I hold the key within. And every time I leave, girl, saying let's meet again. But I'ma hit and run like. Adrian Peterson all day, y'all. We don't play, y'all. And Cooley High is on the mic with no delay, y'all. So what you say, y'all? We don't play, y'all. In Carolina, we be rhyming all day, dawg. So what you say, y'all? We don't play, y'all. And Cooley High.
Fire's on the mic with no delay, y'all So what you say, y'all? We don't play, y'all In Carolina, we be rhyming all day All day All day All day Yo, rap, Diddy, what you say? Come on Pass the M.I.C. and see, I might just make you love me She ain't quite a 10, well, after Biggie ass was ugly But rhymes make them dimes all wanna run a chubby, niggas So how you figure I can't run and get them chubby figures And be the topic of discussion on the Tweety Twiggers Cause what I spit, I think is needed for them needy niggas I'm on some other, another, written rubber, driven drove To make them bust the rubber, maybe fall and break the nose I trip them up and lift them up and heat them on the stove And let the water flow, I'm steady trying to shock the globe Like out the shower on a power line without a robe I'm spitting ill and today, yeah, I'm trying to shock the globe And stick it to them when I'm stuck, I'm listening to hope So now you know my inspiration and my future goals So now you know my inspiration and my future goals And if they ask and pass it forward, I want the world to know And if they ask and pass it forward, I want the world to know And if they ask and pass it forward, I want the world to know My heart, I'm still kicking it like grammatica. Grammar attacking your flow so sick, roll quick like an Acura. Don't be mad at the player, be mad at the game. My rhyme saying with immaculate aim, and when it's all said and done, you remember the name. It's Tab O. I don't think they know though. My flow so cold, you froze like photos. Pounce on the crowd, and we bounce like Pogo. That's the logo. Time's up. Did you spit in games? Game spit uh, you out. Five, four, three, two, one. We get it done. Uh, your, your, your time's up. Yeah. Fake niggas not setting the trend. We never listen to them. No. Uh, your, your, your time's up. Yeah. Tick, tick, tock. I feel a rocker, chewbacca. Rap diddy, foot lockers, kick my shot. No malice. My they do love me like Alice. From the wonderland, I am like Dallas. A star tomorrow, no promise. Can't see rap without necks like a llama. Blow cause trauma, ill nana. Roseanne Connor, devil she. High B, like prom nice. Getting busy, what a shame. Quarter eight, did he quarter to the game? Quarter the great, I'm a quarter to the fame. Caught 745s through the lane. Time dwindling, flow cinnamon sweet. Knocking like boots back in the Jeep. Falling short like ski low. Five, four, three, two, one, dot zero. <laughs> Your time's up. Did you spit a game? Game spit you out. So what you do? I wanna stay. Of the DOC, a baby, head nodding to the beat of Mama J. 
drum crazy Had rhythm in my soul for the nurse never weighed me Told Mrs. Evans like they told Mrs. Wallace That I'd probably be a problem before I entered kindergarten Was a problem like colic and the preacher kids in college No smiles, gone wild for the day I started crawling And to my knowledge, you niggas ain't this polished So let me carry on and tell you suckers how I started Three sibling home, one mother, one father Grew up to them oldies, Luther V, homie Marvin No, never were we starving Though every glass milk on from a name brand carton I freaking beg your pardon My parents worked hard, many ways, graveyard And I come home after school, different world, Cosby Martin Brought up to be smart, and smart ones are like dogs Dangerously, angrily, mentally apart Drives me mad when these scabs say I'm lazy with no heart huh. But let me chill, back to the park I was on the schoolyard, recess in the park And this kid came up, and he asked me like, uh Hey, Mrs. A, we on top, we on top. cherry red hot Tell these niggas no, we never ever gon' stop Like Jordans, I'ma always cop And hip-hop forever, we gon' always rock For the block, for the block We on top, we on cherry red hot Tell these niggas no, we never ever gon' stop Like Jordans, I'ma always cop And hip-hop forever, we gon' always rock Yo, the cop, nah Peacoat, scully duck boots, wrestling shoes Meet the cold weather, black leather, bubble goose So never shake me off a bad cough NASA all-star, trouble loose, bizarre, was all I ball, I'm small not, bizarre to flow high, been on the shuffle, ruffle with a couple crews, couple feathers we will never lose, get it right, in here every night, dark with a dim light, same spike, trying to pledge my way into a brighter life, dust off the bone, the world sits upon, Al Capone, many try, turn grape to rhyme, but the rhyme never touching mine, slow massacre of all time. They feel I got a gaspy appeal, greater for real, or the never, never I'm ill. Squeal and tell the next about the one from the hill. Carolina on my mind like pill to make your head bang. Boogie and boogie, looky, they sick, yes, ill. Numbers ain't right, we gon' tell them no deal, uh. We on top, we on cherry red high. This is DJ J. St. Paul from TCO HHL Radio, and you're tuned in to us at the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend Radio Show, where we're always about the culture. Respect culture over every crisis. Uh, make it big like precious rain. Welcome me home, see me like little Wayne. The return had to be good, rise again. Uh, the return of Mara. I'm more dangerous than Cara's Ferraras, leaving Mara's horror. Mara J with a blade, I'm a lethal babe. Parting like a comma, may I accommodate Mary Jane's. Uh, keep it hiding that purple rain. Wayne, not a human Jedi with the saber aim at your brain. Stepping like Canaan Four, we never back in that. Bull went the world, you know the name Jigga, late 90s type of rock of rain Gorilla, pass the liquor, let us celebrate Nigga, yeah, we trigger vances And we make them triple like a bag of nickels It's a drug game Cop, no sale, high, yeah, that's the plan Monsoon season flow, never, never drain 365, send me to Seattle rain Or that blueprint song, no, we never change Huh, respect culture over everything Uh, make it big like precious frame Welcome me home, send me like little Wayne The return had to be It's sparkling It's sparkling It's sparkling It's sparkling I see you sparkling Baby, you're sparkling Uh, sparkling Ninth wonder uh, Yeah 
dedication to all my fly boys, B boys, from a B girl, yeah, I think it's sparkling, but let me just kick it like this and talk to you for a minute, y'all, y'all, uh, Millie Mister, yo, this Millie Misses, got her eyes wide on your fly bag of britches, but a ten twins at the bar sipping liquor, figured you a thoroughbred, knew your type of nigga, by the way you wear your Yankee. I like them lanky, picturing myself between your blanket getting kinky, <laughs> asking the tender for a drink, I guess in your way to make you get up and come thank me, so we become acquainted, windows finger painted, in the back seat of your jeep, no complaining, baby I'm just playing, that may be too fast, but please don't play like I don't see you looking at my ass. <laughs> Having a blast like Wally, can I ask what you doing? Later on he said probably, <laughs> thinking of you, <laughs> chilling with you, <laughs> whatever you want me to, alrighty, call you later on when I'm home around fighting. Yeah, no, rap ditty, ninth wonder, enigma the rhythm, Mr. Ben Ready, Hello. We like Frank Lucas, Al Capone, John Gotti, this rap thing, you heard? Oh, it's trouble, yo, uh, bad batch of the blues, baby, I'm bad boned it. Been asking for trouble and I'm the one that owned it. Tender on it, these tenderonies, phony, I've been sending since I can remember. Hard to the fender, take it back to the winter of 83, just a baby. Doctors say I'm gonna drive them crazy. And lately, I've been the one the bad boys favor. Blue and Davy, how you feel to know the real is about the basic. Basically, worldwide threat my intellect to industry. No, they won't defect. I bet the world remembers me. Cause recollect the world never forget the illest E. Nigga, like Biggie the bad boy, the bad girl, Bonnie and Clyde of a wonderful world. And the trouble's just begun. Get you a bucket and earl, my nigga. You are now tuned into TCO HHL. HBX, get your shit together! Where we're always all about the culture. Fucker. 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 Yeah, rough, rugged, raw, you're on standstill. Uh, still Navy, you know flow lately. Greatly resemble the seas, specifically innately. I was born gifted, they break me, Hades, hot, huh. But never not, I never stop Cleverly jock quite a bit as I rock with the kids still get ill and kill it, will and build and drill The skill, the will, the feeling of what the feel Microphones I hold on that Texas poker The one the chick's stressing over Let me show you the strength of this weapon You asking for the remix just to get in the session What a track is nice, wonder we detecting a lesson Let me make it simple and pleasant Speaking the word is lethal when heard And trust me, this ain't peaches and herbs, yeah uh, Young black with a gift Rap build with the god Daddy and him, yeah. We drop heat on them and keep the street on them. Rhapsody and BDK got a lead on them. We don't feed on them, we just breathe on them. The game ain't ready for this. Listen, we drop heat on them and keep the street on them. Rhapsody and BDK. Yeah, I was born in the 80s to Margaret and Roy Evans. 
Named after Dame, came on TV at 11. Days of our lives in our bread, age seven. She was making straight A's in school with little effort. Three older sisters, one half a younger brother. Was raised Jehovah Witness, Kingdom Hall by my mother. Born in Wilson County, East Carolina. Used to ride the buses with the bad club pinners. Middle class family, they used to think I was rich. Cause I won't bad looking, they used to think I was a bitch. Accelerated classes, they said that I had a gift. I was really into sports, basketball, even. Peace to the gods and nerves. This is Grand Wizard Washington from the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend Literary Series. And when I'm not doing the knowledge and monitoring the ills of them C cypher punks, I'm tuned into my young bros on the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend radio show, where they're always all about the culture. Yo, stats, let me drop a verse, guy. <laughs> On side, now ain't nothing higher than I. Then roll up like they could cush it. They've been smoking since five. Pull out like two nines, and I aim it dead at their eyes and tell them lyrically, motherfucker, you have met your demise. Jedi, the black chapter like the bone in they thigh. Been hip to the game, niggas lame. I am July. Working my fire, snow the fucking light of the sky. UFO with the flow, I'm like that alien guy. ET, high power, I three, I see. With it, lyrically, niggas never touching a sick. A cell, hard to pass me, I'm too cold, I ain't well. I jail with black hippies, Monet, Janelle, a droid, Roy, him, then they pit nigga smell. The shit coming through, silverback, monkey at zoo, bananas up in really, for really like a million of rule. East side, now show respect, cause the West coming through. It's like lyrically big and pock, now if they friendship was cool. Motherfucking jams, we making it till the skies turn. Blue. My view is Baba Doo sitting at window seats, looking downwards, and they dogging all dog pounds that he peep. We hot, touching the sky now, and the rest of them sheep. I'm that Baba Black one that's standing out in the heat. But bad for brag, I part rappers' fingers on Chad. Welcome to North Carolina, Eric G. <laughs> you gotta turn the blue light on for this one, man. Yeah. A is for aiming still, B is for at your neck. See, I'm not missionary, just like that middle sex. Niggas no top of me like a razor, I'm too Gillette. Sharp, daring no saint, tear these rappers apart, yo. A is for ass, I'm not aiming arrows at all you niggas. B is you better get below ball and I'm shooting no brick and see if I give a fuck. If you like me, you know I don't, that's what D is for dummy. E is for equals an evil joint. F is for fuck it, G is for all them real niggas I know And H is for all this heat I've been carrying up in this hoe And I is for ire and I've been pressing forward, you know The J is for jam, the yeah, and K is for killing the slow L is for Lauren Latifa, light and the light that I know And M is for me and the microphone I've been melting the most And N is for nothing, no one never, I'm fearing them, nope O is for optimist, people prime, transforming the row of rappers you liking the most My name moving higher, it go Q is for my brother, come Coming after me, trouble for sure. R is for reppin' Raleigh, though Raleigh don't run with us all. S for the state of the situation, ain't stressin' them, dawg. T for the tempers, they takin' time to throw rocks at the throne. Post them to you, for you know I'm shittin' on all of you gone. Vanish from V and vomit, I'm sick of you children, I'm grown. W, wait a minute, I'm winning, don't worry, I won't. Waste a minute, X for the chromosomes, too. Y3K, I'm ahead of the way. Pi, Z, zero niggas here, they need a reply. R.A.P. ABCs and the flow is too flat. A is for aiming still. B is for actual.
A few years ago, I was 23 or 24, just learning the flow. A little dream I had, I knew inside one day I would blow. At Inflow concert, stand in front row, like where to go? How to be on stage, rocking like Beverly and Maze. In a days, to be quite frank, my mind blank as a page. I had yet to strike till later at night, minimum wage. But they was paying me attention, working to be better each day. Still in school, NC State, my parents started for play. A hobby, it was sorry, no mama, no way. I kept it to myself, I've never really had much to say. You're your worst critic and your family's okay in some way. Means more than anyone me your fans could ever display in a day. So you hold your dreams tight until the timing is right. Skipping work class to nurse on the verse how I like. Like a bike recycling cycles every day till it tight. Now I'm sicker than ever recalling first feelings I had. Night gave me confidence to go and give it a stab. OJ Simpson, lynching, Willie the kid. Started hanging with cats and now we tighter. Family we is, jam the yo. So you never forget. What up, hip-hop? What up, double L? This is Rack Low, Rack Low, Polo Godfather, Low Life Originator, 1988 Great. Yeah, yeah, and I'm right here chilling. I'm tuned in to the Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend Radio. Yeah, with D.D. Turner, C-Stats, and Mr. Street. Love and loyalty all around the world. Two L's Got a hell of a kickback. You were going now? <laughs> Top five, five, fuck is the list that? Yeah. This is a true fact. Rap. True fact, true fact. Got a hell of a Check kickback. Check me out. Look, that's how you say it, King Man, right? Amp on the beat. Top five, yeah. five, fuck is the list that? Amp on the beat, back around with the illness. Should be on billboards if we speak in the building. Jam, we on the rise, brewing many millions of fans across the land. White, black, the Brazilian. Never mind the feelings, till you rapping better than me. Until then, I hold spots that you all kill to be in. My reign never over, I'm Seattle in spring. Overcast, calling for showers until 3013. Rap, yeah, she the future, generations ahead. Bridge gaps, classes, red wine, sippers the kegs. The culprit, Jamaican rock the foreign niggas with dreads on my side. Top five, never differ. I beg, even Mendez jump brooms, never sweeping me yet. Hitch ring, and brother flame thrower, Alex Trebek. In jeopardy of losing both spots, respects and checks. You think the test of my text? I got my cosigns for rhymes. The broke niggas trying to get apartments on the left. No stress, you drop out the class. Kanye West, Carolina, huh? We got now and next. X. Top five, five, fuck is the list that? Completely free from infection. Nah, <laughs> Shout out to all the queens. With it only for your direction. Your queen to be a 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 queen Well, I guess I brought the dagger back again. Violent on the track, killing them with the pen. You can blame hip-hop for the heavy influence. Dedicated to every child that you claim to win. Paths like tornadoes and the hurricanes bent. 
My mind spin all day, Portuguese cranium. Jay and Alex, 96 checks, yeah, I be on. And still light years ahead of everyone and beyond. Looking back on what brought rap here to compete. The ones I grew up on, tribe, bust the rhymes, mob deep. I took a seat as a child in front of music TV. And used to dub over tapes before they made CDs. Waiting up at night for radio to play some new heat. Back when everything was hard as concrete. And Gandhi, starving, money for music versus something to eat. I reminisce like Pete, daily, week after week. Plenty of music for me to bang, bump, rock in the streets. Funny to find myself here in this position. You need. Radio, where we're always, really always about the culture, you dig? I love you like a fat kid, love cake, yeah. Love the way you listen to me before you eat, you say grace, yeah. Mama called me today, told me she died for me. Still got love for you niggas that wouldn't cry for me. My story start on the 21st of the winter, and it's cold, I've been burying my soul just like a pinup. In the summer when it's hot, we be rolling without the tin up. And I miss the good old days when good music came through antennas. When it's tin up in the morning, we wake up like how we end up. But I'm glad we did handling beers, baby, you in it. That's real love, it ain't been different since the beginning. We covered all bases and still we going for innings. No need to make it complex, baby, that's what we meant for. That's word to my center, I show to you like we indoor. Because I care about you, yeah. And anybody that wanna hurt it, I paralyze you, yeah. That's love. Check one, two, DJ Premier, Rhapsody, Ninth Wonder, here we, here we go. Uh, in the presence of kingship, washed all my demons in the dark with a fiend's trip. Looking at ravines, dreams shallow as these is. If we ain't talking about flying, then we wingless. Landed in the city where Diddy dance, I couldn't chance to not advance like priest nuns had fatal accident. On a higher plane, I feel estranged from normal shit. Tap me on my shoulder, I told her you just too normal, bitch. I'm recollecting every word they regretting. Trying to conjure every presence, became a king from a peasant. From Nas to Jay, had to slay the same in his presence. A gift like intelligence, use it just like a weapon, shit. Cause fuck a second, nigga, I'm out for Uno. A minute in, I killed it and fuck it, I still got two more. I'm like that new coat, you show off In the wrong season when the coat off Sweating me, I'm that new horse Polo button, no front and I ride for something Stunting in the quarters when niggas rap before daughter's over It's so over when rap premiere and a rap premiere She 
got game, motherfucker, that's flavor in your ear. Biggie ties, my Mac on track, you nigga slack. Couldn't circle flow if you floated inside a cul-de-sac. Yeah, that's the end to your winning streak. Word to Primo, I pray Chicago put down the heat. Uh, Chicago almost put down the heat, but never made it to Oh, fish water. Guys, I'm saving her life. And yours. Her presence makes us all vulnerable. I don't want you learning that inconvenient fact under fire. Master Chief? Seek life elsewhere. Suck my... This is Abdul from Black Tag Apparel, and I'm tuned in. Black Tag is tuned in to the Chronicles of Hip Hop Legend Radio with my man with the two D's, Derek Turner, C Stats, and Mr. Streets. These guys are all about the culture. Keep it locked. 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 Keep it that you don't know about me things my family don't even know about me listen to me verbatim bring it up in arguments so you win hell at least you listening like drake oh what an influence i'm so into you you grown as hell but we joke and we play like we 12 that's a friendship kinship black barbie kinship love you because you make me laugh spending trips never bought me taught me money don't make me cool or nothing they cool with stunting i'm cool with you i'm cool that we cool without playing by none of they rules why I fell for you was told to marry a doctor, lawyer. I want my best friend. I felt like nuts, so jumping outside the gym. Kisses. The man. 
the house since his dad left Wake up days feeling stressed No stability, every year got a new address Never changed the view from the window He's seeing mad arrest He saw his homie's death Same age, same story Question God, wonder why he would take such a young shorty It ain't even 840, already he thinking poorly But still, he's the Trust him now to lock the place down Feed his younger brother and sister Make sure they both lay down For she home, can't be on the phone Gotta wake up early next morning He don't have a lot of fun Having to be so grown At night he pray the world Just throw him a bone Tired and stressed His grades suffer now And they don't know about home So his teacher's on his back again And he don't own phones Kids pick at him Now he feel he need those to belong Daydreaming by the life Living just like Puff Combs On his walk to the crib He always hears several blown Trying to think positive, but everything's wrong. Why his daddy can't be at home and beat the motherfucker? Now he got a little plan. Oh, this is beautiful. Chronicles of the Hip Hop Legends taking over the airwaves. Cause she better than y'all, better than all serving no waiter. Her time is now fuck waiting on it. It's showtime, baby. Cause she better than y'all, better than all, serving no waiter. Her time is now, fuck waiting on it. It's showtime, baby girl, on it. Uh, I ain't Amish, but yo, I promise. When I'm in the field, you can bet I'm gonna keep it honest. Suspend you in time like self portraits, I guess I'm on her. A perfect picture of what you get when you really own it. Focus, wrote it, knowing you wouldn't probably get what I quoted. Off gate, that's just bait. When you get it late, bam, it's over. Bam, it's over, we taking back what we showed them. Know the routine, I'm a giant on giant shoulders. I see farther than that little midget Jehovah quoted. And yeah, I wrote it. More scary now that you know it. Ugh. Yeah, I'm pitching dope off no squares. No blocks have been hot, so who cares? What the hell you driving? We still thriving. Your money don't make me money, honey. I'm still diving. Breaking water, that's labor for all the daughters. I've been working, so when they older, everything's back in order. Rap. So deep. Yo, Cho Chi, tell these niggas They ain't fucking with us I went to masses, told them my class is higher No need to harass them, they say when you touch fire They won't do it again when they learn it They saying, and they all cool, I'm in a stage of life like Pablo, over the handouts on me, I'm sick of, friends like Bishop, some days I feel like Draymond when he got tripped up, I ought to go nuts, dress for success, and the platinum go tucks, in the White House thinking we gonna be alright all night with the potas, yeah, and so I sat down and wrote a hallmark, a couple lines to touch your feelings, stay at wall art, some days I feel like three stacks up at that altar, international player like DeRozan, I can ball hard, real friends always pick up where they left off, if I ain't the greatest then I'm somewhere in the ballpark, yeah, catching all the flies, when niggas wanna pop up, when you popping and wanna ride, right, dog, that's why I seldom join the convo, I 
Can't share the word if I don't listen to their combos. Then pop, 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 I hit the block and rock them with a combo. A little pop, little rock, little neo soul and bongo, yeah. Uh, y'all like neighbors with the blinds closed. I see you watching, bruh, bruh. I'm like Neo when the time froze. Jordan in the ISO. Love me, I'm your idol. I turn your whole world upside down. You look like Will Myers. It's a stranger thing. How I'm angry for you. Eric, we lived in the angry. I'm angry for you. Oh, they gonna be mad. <laughs> they gonna be big mad. Uh, between angry. Tell them why you mad, son. You getting on my nerves a bit. Told me one thing, I found out that won't so accurate. Drove my car, ain't put no gas in it. When I wanna chill, you sleepy, but the boys holler you out too sick, nigga. You Dracula. Oh, oh, okay, you acting up. Yeah, I'm big mad after I vent, though I'm good afterwards. <laughs> black love, they still attacking us. Telling us how to feel and react. Chill, y'all ain't as black as us. Wait a minute, watch your tone with me. Don't come for the throne, remember younger, you ain't grown as me. Call me for a feature spot You felt you should have been the one So you treat me funny now I got you When I'm tripping and emotional He mad I read too deep in things And complicate with simple mode You mad? I don't listen like I should at times Confusing you with dubs and lanes He said, look girl, my man hit Some others mad, we make more money Your single hot, but my whole album hot We make more from it yeah, tell him why you mad, son Cause the boss man's wife's sister sample Is what I'm rapping on Jamla is a squad And Rock Nation's still the family, man You mad, you just a family guy Watching real families, man They mad the first family loved me President said he a fan They mad a black man is the best president That we ever had Tell him why you mad, son T Tell him why you mad, son <laughs> Tell him why you mad I can't wait See my my baby's face when I tell him that I'm through. He don't think I know his move. That he leave the house every day between 1 p.m. and 2. I notice every time she call, he leave the room. The volume on his phone up, and I know it ain't no dude, nigga. I know the signs. I've been around the block or two. My mama and my aunties and my grandma gave me jewels, nigga. I had my homegirls watching when you made your move. They followed you around the town and even sent me pictures too. You stupid. When I pull up in that black thing and you lie like poop. And I'ma show you date and time, every mirror seat, every move. Uh, I'm an OG, you a fucking student. Your boys even looking at you like you fucking stupid. They probably told you don't be out here flossing her so loosely. They probably told you I'm a good thing and you better not lose me. Got me sitting in the rain while y'all sip on Ducey. When you turn that corner with a hoo, boy, it's gonna be a doozy. I should've known your baby mama called, she told me truth. She said you called your son and told him he won't charge and that you're moving. Uh, that's some pussy shit, punk shit. Have you up in county, nigga, laying on top bunk shit. While I'm sipping on this sun kiss, laughing at you running around, thinking that you run shit. Yeah, I'ma let you have your fun shit, but you don't know she got a boyfriend, he be on that gun shit. Okay, I'm reloaded. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? This episode of the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend radio show is sponsored by 80s University Apparel. Visit 
WeAreADU.com today and brand new your retro. Now on with the show. Hi. Push the letter button to check out some letters. T C O H H L I S A L L A B O U T H I P H O P H I P H O P H I P H O P H I P H O P H I P H O P H I P H O P H I P H I P H Yo, what's good, man? Man, everything is good. How's things on your end, man? Good, man. Can't complain. It's a blessing, you know. That's what's Every up. time we're on the box, it's a blessing, man. I just like being heard. The box you know? that rocks. The socks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but let me ask you a question. And I know I've 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 posed this question to you previously in in, in different it, there's been different iterations that I've that I've posed to you, you know, of this question before, but Yo, it's so it's it's so fucking fitting right now, man. And 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 what I want to ask you is, um, how how do you define or, or 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 what makes you what makes you follow a lyricist? Like, how do you how do you identify someone as a lyricist, categorize them as a lyricist, and then you know sort of tether yourself to their career because you're interested as a fan? Yeah, well, that's you mean. It's not really, uh, well, I could tell you for me personally, mm-hmm. it's not really that hard. You know I mean? It's, some artists, you know, a, as a as a fan, you know, I like to come across an artist who has, number one, content. Right. You know, they, they have to come across with something I'm listening to, some substance. Mm-hmm. You know, something, um, a rhythm, flows, you know, it has to be something that I can, you know, pick up and, and you know, and, and you know, just, just get off to it. And maybe something I could think about. Yeah. You know, like, I, I like an artist that makes me think. It matches what I'm feeling. Yeah. That just matches the mood. So, yeah, it's, it's like a, a, a ball of things in one, man, and it just gets you going. And those are the artists that you, you know, follow for years, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm happy you said that. And I, I kind of knew that that's, that's the answer that you was going to give. And mm-hmm. I, wanted it, I wanted to position it to you that way because I wanted your answer to serve as the springboard for mine, right? And, mm-hmm. the, and the thing for me is is that um, I'm, 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 I am a stickler for lyricism and artistry and then um you know whoever's offering it to us their ability to be able to support the culture uh, as a whole right yeah, so i yeah. know that we have a lot we we live in this day and age where where you know people refer to them as uh, for refer to themselves as lyricists and that's cool right some some people are, are great you know spitters and and the bars are, are wonderful and the delivery is wonderful and it's a total package but then when you talk about the culture as as a whole and the culture in its totality, they're yeah. lacking in the in the representation and the knowledge of the culture, right? But I, I tell you, man, um, a couple of years ago I came across this artist when we were doing Red Cup Radio Hip Hop today. Shout out to the to the big homie Chuck. Um, you know, I had come across this artist um, and this list, this lyricist, man. And the first time I, I heard her music and I heard her on the mic, I was like, holy shit. You know how sometimes you get those, <laughs> you get those moments where you like, you know, something is happening here. Mm, and I don't yeah, say man. I don't say that a lot, but but I gravitated 
towards her and over the years i've watched her her you know her career growing she's doing wonderfully man and mm-hmm. it does it does my heart well because not only is she a great lyricist she is a a, a supporter of the culture of hip-hop right and yeah, and, and i yeah. think that's important because not a lot of us particularly in this day and age you know um you know particularly us as fans and seeing you know the artistry you know, given to us uh, through videos and mixtapes and full-length albums and EPs and, you know, and things like that. Um, you know, the, the music may be good, but it's not the total package. But with her, man, it's always been the total package. So, yo, total listeners, package. listeners, you know what? Without further ado, I'm not going to prolong this, man. Without further ado, we'd like to welcome to the Chronicles of a Hip-Hop Legend radio show, TCOHHL, the wonderful lyricist that is Rhapsody. Yo, Rap, Rhapsody. what up? Rhapsody. Hey, How you doing, Rhapsody? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Good, good, good. So, yo, Rhapsody, I, I gotta, I have to say, you know, I've been, <laughs> I've been thinking, you know, since, since I, I knew that we, we had this opportunity, we've been given this wonderful opportunity to have you on our show and be able to, to, to chop it up with you. I was like, shit, man, I got to figure out how I'm going to formulate this intro because (laughs) I have to tell you, you are so worthy of a great intro because what you're doing for, you know, people like us in terms of true lovers of the culture and true supporters of the culture and fans (laughs) of true lyricism, you are definitely, you know, fulfilling what it is that we enjoy and what we love about hip hop culture in its totality. So I thank you for that. Oh, uh, thank you. And I mean, y'all are doing just as much on your end, you know, just spreading the music and, you know, educating people that might not know about the culture and introducing them to, you know, classic material. So, you know, thank you. And it's, it's an honor and I'm humble. And I'm excited, so <laughs> <laughs> No, thank it's you. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Shit, if you if you only knew how excited we are. But but you know you, you know, rap, um here's the here's the thing. Um with the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend Radio show, understanding that time is a is a precious commodity and, and once it's gone, no one can ever get it back. And understanding that you are on a journey right now to um you know to you know on, on you're on this journey that has, sort of has this upward sort of path and trajectory if you will towards just continuing to to progress in your career we don't want to take up a lot of your time right because we know you're busy but but it's, it's absolutely necessary you know for us and as well as for the listeners that we do our part in, in being able to to paint the image of rhapsody accurately right and, and and how we do that or how we how we like to think about the best way to do that and to convey that message to the listeners and for us as well because we're interested is going back to the beginning right yeah, so, so understanding that rhapsody is from north carolina right born and born and raised in north carolina born and raised in north carolina born yeah, and raised never left never Still left here. There you go. There you go. So, so let me ask you this. Um, I know being, you know, stats too, right? We're kids, or well, we're not kids anymore, but we, you know, we we are, are, are guys that, you know, grew up in Brooklyn, New York City, born in the seventies, um, you know, raised in the eighties and nineties, right? So we had an opportunity to be there and be a part of hip hop culture, right? 
um, right. indirectly, indirectly, right? Depending on you know what the circumstances were, and, and you know, and the, the sort of collective uh, of people that we ran with various periods in our lives. But I know that in North Carolina during that time, right, the the the, the landscape was different. So, so how was hip hop introduced to you, being a kid coming up in North Carolina? Um. I think if you were in North Carolina and, and you were old enough to be in college mm-hmm. and high school, it was it was a different experience because mm-hmm. we have so many colleges down here and so many HBCUs, historically right. black universities. That, you know, the music the music traveled because a lot of the, the students from up north would come to school down here and bring sure. the music with them. But for me, because you know I was a lot younger, mm-hmm. um, it was a TV for mm-hmm. me. Um, you know, uh, Yo MTV raps and right. the basement and, you know, things like that. And plus being that I grew up in a small country town that wasn't like a big uh, metropolitan city. Sure. We didn't have any record stores in our town. Like if we wanted to get CDs or, or tapes or whatever. We had to go, you know, 20 or 30 minutes up the street. But I was young, too, so I didn't I didn't always have the allowance money to buy it. So, you know, that's right. That's right. For, for me, you know, it was radio and TV, um, you know, listening to whatever, you know, the, the songs that came on the radio, uh, video at the video, you know, the basement, you know, if I was lucky enough to, you know, be able to ride along with my older sister and my older cousins, mm-hmm. you know, I would hear it, you know, because they had Illmatic playing in the car, right. you know, they were playing Tribe. So for me, that's how I got my, you know, got into it and fell in love with it. And, you know, it was, I was just drawn to it. I was in love with it, especially like watching videos in New York. New York was like this magical place for me. So, right. Right. Um, you know, that's that's how I got into it. OK. At different age, you know. Yeah. You know, what's interesting too your your story is it is and your experiences is, is exactly like <laughs> so many other people right even even you know people that are claim different generations right like for us i i mean we were there but i think in, in some respect the, the 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 you know the um the invitation to hip hop and how we you know sort of came to it is the same i know for me i can say absolutely undoubtedly that my introduction to hip hop came from my older brother, right? Who, who you know, in, who introduced me to hip hop and the things and 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 um, you know different artists at that time that otherwise I wouldn't have had exposure to, even though I grew up in New York. You know what I mean? And then even now I have, I have uh, you know four sons, one of which is ten, and this kid is a hip hop fanatic, right? So. <laughs> With him, you know, I, I I have to listen to Illmatic very selectively, right? But there's certain things that I can pause on Illmatic and and point out a reference to a song. You know what I mean? And say, you know what? You just just listen to the potency of the language used on this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then at that point, it almost becomes a teaching tool. You know what I'm saying? And and, right. he, and he loves it, and I think that's the great thing about hip hop culture, you know, with with it being able to be shared amongst generations, right? Like the older generation, like us, 
we can say, you know what, this is what I grew up on, and this was the genius of this artist, and this continues to be the genius of this artist. And then now for our younger kids or the younger generations, we could share those things with them selectively, of course, because obviously we can't share everything with them with the content. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, 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 right. Depending on you know how young the ears are. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. So, at what point did did it did did you realize that this is something something that you wanted to? What was the first? And you don't have to tell us what it was, right, verbatim. I'm not asking that. But do you have recollection of what the uh, of the first time you sat down and put that pen to paper, and then you know took that to uh, instrumental and, and started flowing and spitting? Uh yeah. I mean, I used to when I got to college um, is when I got put on to to Mike Wonder and Little Brother, okay. and um, okay. my sisters. Her husband now, but at the time he was a boyfriend, he, he came. Cause he knew how, how much of a music and hip-hop head I was. He was like, listen to this. And he gave me a beat CD of all these knife instrumentals. Mm. And so I would sit in the room and attempt to write to him. But, um, you know, I, I, I always marked my first time. Um, I was in a collective at college called H2O, hip-hop organization. And it was just me and a bunch of friends that, you know, just shared a love for the music. And they were, you know, they were rappers, they were producers, they they did grab, they did breakdancing. But um, it was like one summer they decided to do a mixtape. And so I went to the studio to hang out and just watch what was happening. But um, one of my best friends, Charlie Smarts, was, um, helped me found this organization. And he rhymed at the time. And he knew, like, how much I, I wanted to do it. So he was like, yo, just stop being a punk and come on. So, um... I was like, all right. And yeah. It was that day. Um, I wrote two songs. One was called "The Life," and another one was called. It was a love song. I can't remember the name of it, but um, I wrote, recorded my first two songs, and those happened to be the first two songs that Ninth heard. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's what I'm. That's what I market as. But you know, I started out doing poetry, like spoken word. Okay. So you know. Okay. I just be at home and, and practicing over beats, but I'm, I marked the first two songs that day. I recorded the life and whatever that. Oh, come close! I think okay. I think it was come close or something. But you know, was that was that yeah. your, that was your version of LL's "I Need Love"? <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, nah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Rhapsody. Were, were you um, ever in a group called Cooley High? Yeah, yeah, we uh, we actually. It started out, you know, H2O, but within that, you know, there were six of us that worked together all the time. Okay, um, okay. Me, Charlie, Tab One, Digits, Sanop, and uh, let's see, who am I forgetting? Oh, Fullery. Yeah. And oh. out of that, we became Cooley High. But we started, you know, just kids in a, in a hip-hop organization kicking it all the time nice now actually too you you know what i just want to say i want to give a shout out to to tab and um and charlie smart because we we you know of coolie high because we we've also that's actually how we had a chance to speak with how i had a chance to speak with rhapsody previously was when we interviewed coolie high you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's how I was actually introduced to Rhapsody. So, yeah, shout out to the to to the to the uh, good folks at Cooley High. To the brothers, they got some music coming too. Like that's what's up. We we definitely gotta hit them up. I, and and that's what I'm talking about. 
about the authenticity in the music and and sort of feeding um you know being able to feed this this insatiable appetite you know of hip hop fans that sort of have this yearning desire just to continue to hear just great lyricism over over quality production you know what i mean and and, yeah, and you guys definitely continue to deliver that so again shout out to the to the good brothers at at um at cooley high please rhapsody send them our regards almost definitely almost definitely <laughs> sure sure so there, there was a time obviously with, with cooley high and then at at some point there was the um you know you you went and did the solo thing was that hard to do to step out at that point to do the solo thing no no it wasn't hard at all and that's only because you know coolie high was made up of a bunch of solo artists mm, okay. um you know at, at the time we formed it tab was also in another group called influential mm-hmm. um uh, it started out, you know, it was like a roots type band. It was a band that had a beatboxer and tab with Ron, and eventually Charlie Smarts became a full member of, of Influential. So they were doing this at the same time. We we had just started Cooley High, you know. Um, I was also, you know, we were all under Nice Wing. So you know, while they would go do Influential shows and projects, I would go work at Central at the studio with Ninth, you know, and they would, you know, come hang out too. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, that's just what it was. You know, we had cooling time, but we also had time for everybody to do, you know, influential or their solo projects. Um, sure. So, you know, that's always what it was. They always coexisted. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't hard at all. We always looked at it as, you know, whatever we do outside of Cooley High is great because it always comes back to the group. Mm, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry, Stat, you was going to say something, man? No, no, I was just uh, like agreeing with it because, you know, everything matters. You can all bring something back to the group and, you know, everybody has different styles, different, you know, collective audiences. So that's always a good thing, you know, for everybody to team up and span out on their, you know, individual careers, then come back again. And I always like to see stuff like that, man. You know, it's like a lot of people you know, would do things as groups and then fall apart to be arguments and, you know, craziness going on. So it's good to hear stuff like that, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. And I mean, and not to say like, we like a family. So, you know, we had arguments. Yeah. We always said from day one, like, we're going to be friends forever. Like, you know, family argue, we're going to disagree. That happens. But we were friends before any of this music thing. So that's yeah, that's yeah. what we that's what we made our number one priority, and when you can do that, like you know, the rest is the rest is pretty easy. So you know, we just kind of took the Wu Tang approach, like yeah, we got the group thing, but you know, yeah, you gotta you gotta go get your Cuban link, say so you gotta go get your <laughs> Not, yeah, right, so yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely. So let me let me ask you this because you know one of the the, the interesting things with me not being. <clears throat> Excuse me. With me not being an MC or a lyricist, trying to be at one point, but but never quite making it there. One of one of the things that that uh, that always drew me to wanting to be an MC was never the acclaim and the and the and the and the, and the fanfare, if you if you will. It was always <laughs> just the opportunity to work with someone like Pete Rock. Right, and I'm gonna get, I'm gonna tie this to Ninth Wonder, but, but I'm, I'm speaking about when I was in, you know, I'm talking about in the '90s and the '80s, 
well, more early 90s, right, is, is to work with someone like Pete Rock. And then um, and then they always spoke about the basement. Like, you know, if you if you think about Pete Rock and CL Smooth on their first album, right, there was always this reference to the basement, right? That was the place that that all this magical shit happened, right? That we that we had a chance to hear, right? So my friends and I would just have these arbitrary like and this is like as a teenager, right? My friends and I would just have this this arbitrary joke or reference about you know, it would say be be like, Yo son, where you going? Yo son, I'm going to the basement. Right? And the basement was always <laughs> was always sort of that that reference, if you will, about yo, I gotta go do something, I gotta go to work or I got something important I gotta handle. It just it sort of became that euphemism, right? And because of knowing what the basement represented in the circle of Pete Rock and CL Smooth and then, you know, following that to someone like Ninth Wonder and, and seeing how Ninth Wonder works, it, you know, for, as a fan and hearing, you know, sort of the result of his the, the level of musicianship that he has and how he puts these these sort of co- cohesive sort of um you know, uh, uh, the, just bodies of music together is is something that I'm still in awe about. So, how was that process for you? I, I imagine that it was it was a, a, you know a, a great experience, but was it daunting at first to be able to be in front of someone like Ninth Wonder and 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 working with Ninth Wonder when you were just you know sort of going that solo, you know, going to pursue that solo career? You said was it daunting? Yeah. I was scared as hell. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> especially, you know, like the first time that I met him, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was, he came to see, you know, the hip hop organization um, and, you know, just to kick it with us, give us advice. He let us hear, you know, the genius Gene Gray snippets that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gave us the pilot CDs for the minstrel show. And he just kicked advice and then, he was like, yeah, I heard y'all got this mixtape. And on this mixtape are the first two songs, again, that I'd ever written recorded. Like, let me hear it. So he's going one by one. So it was just like, and I'm the only girl, first two songs. I'm in a, in a room with 20, 20 people. Mm-hmm. So I was I was scared. I was nervous. I thought he was going to hate it, you know. So I sat in the back of the room, like the sweaty palms and all of that. And... You know, he just, he made it easy. He made me feel comfortable. Uh, the songs came around and, you know, he was just like, do it over, do it over, do it over. Yeah, Play yeah. It over. And it's like, that's your star. And so he, as a teacher, like, he knows how to inspire you and uplift you and get you excited. But also he knows how to teach in a way, you know, where you don't feel like a lot of pressure or, you know, he just, he's real down to earth and makes it easy. But I mean, even still, you know, he moved to Central. We come to the studio, and is every time like it, it was comfortable. Like I, it wasn't a daunting thing anymore. But at the same time, because it was Ninth Wonder, like I always felt like, Dad, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta get it right. Like I didn't, I put a lot of pressure on myself. Like I didn't give my, I didn't, I wasn't easy on myself. And like, yo, you still learning this. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself. But you know, it's just because of who he was and you know i just wanted to do it right every time right yeah and that's how it was but you know that first meeting yeah it was like i was scared as hell but after that like just because of the person he is like 
anybody that meets him and has has the opportunity to sit around and talk to him and get to know him, like you fall in love with him. Like, yo, he like the homeboy. Like, he yeah. gonna joke you. Don't come in with wearing no crazy ass clothes because you gonna get, <laughs> get roasted. Like, you know, that's you know, homie. Like, and that's what we do. Like, we laugh, we talk, we break bread together, and you know, that's just a relationship. So, you know, after you know that first time, like it was, it was cool. Yeah. You know, but it's nice, I, nice. Even still today, like, I'll step back, like, even today, and I'll, I'll just look, like, damn, like, you're a ninth wonder. Like, this is a it's a blessing to be in this position. Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. You have to take that for granted. Well, well, well we, we, you know, speaking about, speaking about ninth wonder, and we're speaking in a vein of, of, of those sort of true, you know, sort of deliverers of the sound, being, you know, someone like Ninth Wonder and, and Pete Rock. What was it like working with the legendary... Primo, DJ Premier. Oh. Oh, man. That, I waited a long time for that day, man. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's uncle. I call him uncle. Yeah, no <laughs> uncle doubt. Prim. Uncle uh, Prim. Prim. It was dope, man. Um, we had such a good relationship even before that first time meeting. Like, you know, he just reminds me of a, you know, a little bit older version of Ninth. Like, mm. you know, like the big the big uncle like really down to earth you know always giving advice like love preen um but uh the, the first time i got to like get in the studio with him because when we did kingship yeah which is which i just is, walked in i walked in and the beat was playing and you know i was like wow that's nuts and he was like y'all want it y'all can have it but i recorded it mm-hmm. back in raleigh but um the first time, like, he, he sat at the boards and, like, recorded me and, and coached me through whatever. I did a, I think I did a freestyle for him for um, his serious show. Okay. You know, and that, that was just dope. Like, at this time, D&D was still open and hadn't closed yet. So just mm-hmm. to be in the booth, the booth that Biggie and Jay and Nas all rhymed in and Big right. L and so many legends have come through and right. to have right. to look out the glass and Primo, like, handling the boards and that it was it was just amazing like it was it was a moment you know definitely a bar um so that was really dope um but you know i can't wait to get in there with him again like yeah i love him let let me say this too that kingship joint is so crazy i I, that that from the the first time i heard it i went ahead and, and 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 copped it off of google play and it's been in my playlist since. And this has probably been Rhapsody. Am I, am I correct in saying probably about, you know, two or three years now? Uh, Kingship? Yeah. Yeah, it came out. That was on um, She Got Game. And She Got Game right. came out uh, uh, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, which, which was a great project, too. But, but that Kingship joint. Oof. And let me say this. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention... Rhapsody, what 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 makes me gravitate towards you as a lyricist is is I think, in my opinion, if I you know if if I had to get into a conversation, a roundtable discussion about what qualifies a true MC, you have the three characteristics that I think qualifies a, a true MC, and that is true lyricism true lyrical content right and i'm, I'm speaking about that in, in specifically in in regards to flow and the ability to not have the beat 
or, or, or have the production sort of wrap around you and suit you no matter what the production is. So you have the capacity to do that. So that's that's one thing that, that I really appreciate about you, right? No matter the, the tone or the sound of the production that you're on, you continue to master that music or, or that track or whatever it is, no matter what direction it goes in. So that's one. The other thing is your content. Right. And I think I, and, and yeah, man. Mm-hmm. why that's important is because time and time again, you've proven that you have the capacity to 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 dive into different, you know, uh, topics. Right. And, and and deal with different things. So we could, you know, we could be on some straight hip hop shit. Right. And then you'll knock the hell out of that. And then um, and then we could talk about some conscious shit and then you'll address that exquisitely. You know what I mean? Or like on on Crown now, you know, being able to 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 to, you know, support and, and bolster the, the, the self-esteem of, of folks, particularly young children. You have the capacity to do that, too. And I think that's important because I think when we think about what lyricism is in the context of hip hop, it really is, you know, being able to allowing your music to serve as a message for the people. Right. So you do that exquisitely. And then the third thing, and I said this earlier, and that is being able to have the knowledge of the entire culture and being a purveyor of it. So there's a lot. And and the funny thing is, when I have this conversation with people, people don't understand what the fuck I'm talking about when I'm talking about, (laughs) you know, what makes a good a great lyricist. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, he's on a radio. You know, she's doing this. It's like. Nigga, that shit don't qualify. Like, are you serious? Like, come on, man. So I, right. I, I thank you for that. And this is another reason why I was really excited about having this conversation with you, because it gives me a chance. And I'm not I know I'm not just speaking for myself. I, I know I'm saying me, me. But, I, you know, Stats and I have had this conversation extensively, too, off air, as well as Ishmael. And, and this is the type of thing that 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 we enjoy about lyricists such as yourself. So, so thank you for that. Uh, thank you, man. You know, just for recognizing the work that we put in and, you know, absolutely it's hard to be skillful at it. So, you know, yeah. thank you. Absolutely. That's spit. That's spitology. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Word. Uh, absolutely, man. You're right. You, you're absolutely right. But I think the thing is, is that, you know, listen, you know, people go to the movies all the time to see, um, you know, actors and actresses, you know, give great performances, right? Like, I mean, that's why we go. That's why, you know, we want to go see, you know, Denzel's new joint, right? Fences. I mean, it, it's, you know, the August Wilson, you know. Um, oh, hello. It's great, right? Yeah. Hello. Can you hear us, Rob? Yeah, I missed that last part. What would you say? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was saying, talking about, you know, you know, as you know people that enjoy film and movies you know when when people like denzel come out with a new movie we go see it like we want to go see fences because they're you know it's an august wilson you know uh joint that people want to see and they know that you know denzel is going to do a great job right but i think you know we don't we don't expect him to not deliver something great and i think the same thing holds for lyricists right like if you're proven time and time again you know, we're going to say as supporters, you know, they're going to deliver. You know what I mean? And I got to go support. And I think we have to continue to do that. So, you know, what I want to do is, well, you know what, Stats, I could keep talking, man. You, 
you, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, just take over everything. You got anything? No, I'm good, man. Shit, it's just I'm more of a fan, so I I I enjoy just listening, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely, man. Absolutely. So, Jamla, rap. How yeah. did so? So I know Jamla is that Ninth Wonders. Is that his record company or production company? Uh, Jamla is his uh, record label. Okay. Uh, and within that, there's a Soul Council, which is his production team. Okay. Um, so Jamla has uh, myself, GQ, Heather Victoria, Actual Proof, um, and Hollow. Okay. And the Soul Council has seven producers. It's Ninth Wonder, Knotts, mm-hmm. Crisis, <clears throat> Eric G, Cash, E. Jones, and Amp, right. and High Tech. Oh, and high tech too. A high tech from Cincinnati, high tech. Right, right. Nice. That's crazy. Then, um, we have Guru, who's you know kind of like ninth is president, Guru's vice president. So you know they kind of they kind of lead everything. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. That's what's up. Because uh, did did you um did you also get signed uh, to to Rock Nation? Am, am I mistaken about that? Right, I did. Um, yeah, we did. Uh. We did a partnership with Rock Nation, mm-hmm. um, so you know it's, we call it Jam Rock. Welcome to Jam Rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was made official uh, this past summer yeah. in July. So, so is that relationship for for with, with Rock Nation, or is that strategic partnership with Rock Nation for you know strictly for management? Um, it's this is it's just a partnership. It's kind of like a TD Interscope type okay, situation. Gotcha. Gotcha. I got gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. So let let's talk about Crown, right? So you did it again, right? You you did it again, rap. I'm telling you, you, you did it again. I, I I mean, I don't really know. Fuck man, I don't know what to say other than you did it again, and and that's the thing. Like you just don't disappoint, and I love that, right? Um, and and see, here's the thing. This is another one, I, and and I neglected to mention this, but here's another mark of a great lyricist, right? From album to album, or mixtape to mixtape, like EP to EP, you know, full length project to full length project. The 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 fundamentals are there. Right. What made yeah. the fan? What made the fan a fan is is always there, right? So it keeps us coming back, and we're never disappointed because the sound the sound is there, the continuity is there, the content is there. But if you listen carefully, there's always some growth that you can hear. That's that's you know that that's communicated through the bars so what i want to ask you is what what was the mindset going into crown because i i know crown is a mixtape so to me that means that that we're getting ready to lead into a a full length you're probably working on a full length album right now which is coming soon but i want to get to that but first let's talk a, a little bit about crown what was the mindset I mean, to be honest, um, it wasn't a lot of a thought we really put into to okay. Crown. Um, originally, the album was supposed to come out this year, but I haven't put out anything new 
in two years mm-hmm. as far as solo right full body of work um yeah i've been on you know uh malibu right com- i mean, to pimp a butterfly mm-hmm. we do but a full body of work so you know before we started you know album promo or releasing songs we just wanted to put out something just to get the people ready you know to, to see where we were as far as you know just the climate of things um so the intro crown um i had had that like originally that was just supposed to be a a, a video standalone piece for my brother's keeper mm-hmm. um the initiative Barack Obama is doing for young black men sure. and mentoring. Um, so we had that. It was just supposed to be a standalone piece. It wasn't attached to anything, but you know, it's like let's do this mixtape before the album is out. So you know, uh, we were trying to think of ideas, and life was like, well, let's make Crown the intro. And what do you think about just calling the mixtape Crown? And you know, I, I like that because you know it connects with the album story wise. But um. We had three weeks, and you know, I just got in the got in the booth, and I worked. You know, just had a knife, give me a beat at crisis. Got with the Soul Council, and we just recorded songs, and I just recorded like twenty five songs, and you know, I just I touched on some of everything. Um, you know, something I came with. You know, my homegirl might have been in town talking about her boy, which you know um, was part of the fuckem girl. Mm-hmm. So. They were just, you know, just different ideas and stories in life. Um, and I think what tied it all together is, you know, Knife uh, sequences all my albums and just how he sequences, it just flows so well and sure. it just told the story. Yeah. Um, so we, we decided to keep nine songs out of the 25 that we did. We had already had Crown um, and we had already had Uwe with Anderson Pat. We did that like a year ago. Yeah. And, you know, that was just it. Like, you know, there wasn't, there's like no grand story behind it. Like, we had three weeks. Sure. We just go in and do what, what we always did. But, um, you know, just for me, with every project, you know, I, that's like a, a big thing for me. With every project, I want to, at the very least, show some growth. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I always go through this growth process after one project is done. Like, it's like, okay, study that and, and what could you have done better and you know sure sure absolutely yeah 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 you, you know i um i get it too i, I mean and, and and i think that you know it's 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 evident and i think you know just like when you you know, anytime you know you're doing something and and you're putting something out there for the for the you know public to hear public to consume you know, particularly when we're talking about music, so much of 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 what you write is is a representation of who you are and the, you know, your perspective on things. I think particularly in this day and age, in the current, you know, um, racial climate in this country, you know, there, there's a lot for us to talk about. You know what I mean? And and I think that it's it's awesome, you know, that you use the opportunity to put out music. Uh, I mean, you know, you use that opportunity to put out music to also be able to share that perspective. That's a great thing. But, you know, I want to ask this is an honest question. And and, and and because I tell you, I think about how we used to consume music. And I know now we live in this day and age where, you know, the way that we consume music and the way that we consume entertainment is largely driven by the. The, the you know s- sort of the um, the large accessibility of technology, right, and, and our ability to be able to have access to everything at our fingertips. But as a um, 
you know, as someone that doesn't, you know, uh, put out music, is it is it hard to put out a, a mixtape and then give away music for free? And let me tell you, the, the, the reason why I'm asking this is because being a fan of Rhapsody, whatever you put out, I'm just going to buy it, right? Um, mm-hmm. Just because I, I believe in your artistry and I believe in you as a lyricist and I'm a fan, right? And there's, there's other artists out there like that too. Not too many of them, but as long as they put something out, I'm buying it, right? Um, but then I know now that we're in this mixtape thing, right? Where, you know, probably 25 years ago, 20 years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, you know, people were putting mixtapes out. Um, but they weren't as quick as they all, you know, as as often as they are now, right? Um, and then it, it to me, it almost feels like on on some mixtapes, there's some great songs that could be on the album, and somebody like me will pay for them. So is it ever hard for someone like you that's talented and that continues to put out great music? Is it ever hard to put out a mixtape where? You know, it, once it's out, it's like, oh, that's free. I could have put that on the album. Have you ever had that sort of conflict or, or you know, conflict with yourself? Um, not really. No? Um, okay. You know, it, it, it just depends. You know, it's, it, like you said, it's so different nowadays. Um, you know, you can even... Artists, we're, we're talking... It's never hard to put out music to the fans because, you know, you want people to connect with it. But if we're talking about just on a business level and... Right. Right. You know, how we as artists survive the, the thing nowadays is you make most of your money off of touring and merch and That's right. you, know, you have a sponsorship if you get your music synced in a music a movie or something like artists don't really make a, a bunch of money off sales like that that's more so for the label mm. so mm. we're talking about jam love in the beginning, it wasn't hard because it was a branding thing. Like, we want to give this free music away because people aren't buying albums like they used to. And we want to let them know that, like, yo, we're going to give this away for free so you can know what kind of quality you're, quality you're getting for free. So when it's time to sell albums, you'll know, you'll have, we'll have this trust brand-wise. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on a label point, on a label standpoint, business-wise, like, yeah, I wish I could sell everything that I do. Sure. But then... When you get to a certain point in music and, you know, you're with a label and you're signed with Rock Nation and you got to think about, well, now I'm on this label where people are really looking. I ain't, I might not have cleared these samples or what what mm-hmm. have you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I got you. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but as an artist, like, you know, um, it's good for me because, you know, it's, it's kind of like the chance approach. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this mixtape away for free and I'm going to go tour the world and I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. it's just a, a different way of looking at it. Um, yeah. So, you know, for the label, it's probably best that, you know, we sell everything because that's great for the label. But as an artist, you know, it's not too hard for me. As long as the fans get the music, then, you know, I, I have touring to fall back on and just start to live. But, you know, sure. there are, there are some songs I will say that, you know, we put on a mixtape and we'll go back and like, yo, damn, that was a jam. Like, I wish we could have saved that yeah. for the album. You right. know, like, that happens a lot. Okay. okay. <laughs> there, was, there was a point, you know, Jamla was putting out a mixtape every month. You mm-hmm. know, there was one year, I think I put out three projects in a year. And it's just wow. like, we should have saved that one. We should have held that one. But I mean, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. It it always makes you want to go back and do something even better than that. So, so it's cool. So that 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 actually begs another question, if I may. What what's the creative process for you? Is it is it hearing the track and then being inspired off the track, or are you driven purely by by perspective? Right. So you, it just depends, really. With okay. me, you know, I've done it all. Okay. So whatever inspires me. Sometimes it's the beat. It might be something in the sample that it sounds like it's saying something or it's emotion that'll spark an idea or I'll just go off what the sample is saying, kind of like I did with uh with the mad track and just play with the words around that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, we just in the studio, we all because we talk like the studio is like our barbershop, like we just right. sit in mm-hmm. mad conversations and there might be a conversation that sparks a concept and sometimes ninth will come in with a concept like you know yo this happened to me today yo let's make a song about this or it's a conversation me and ninth had he's like yo i remember you told me this story won't you talk about this or you know, sometimes i don't i can't find it like i'll be feeling i'll have a, a emotion and i don't necessarily have a beat for it so i'll go online and i'll find me an instrumental wow i've, wow. I've written many songs to dear summer because that that beat just always draws out this certain emotion in me, hmm. and we'll just switch the beat up. Like I'll get, I'll get, I'll be able to get what I'm, what I'm trying to say out, but I need a beat, and they'll just make a beat around whatever I'm talking about. Uh. We we play with everything. Like there, we don't. There's no box. There's no no rules here. Like, however you do it, however you do it. I've written the drum tracks, and niggas have just added to that. So it, it just depends what it, you know. But I guess that's the creative process, right? Like the the, the, the creative process should never be re- restricted. Right, right, right. Yeah. I just I just want to let y'all know, like I gotta go, so I ain't got much more time. Okay, no, no, that's okay. So, so listen, rap. So, so thank you for 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 being honest. So we we gonna get ready to wrap it up. Let let <laughs> we're gonna get ready to wrap it up with rhapsody. So. What's I'm what? Sorry. No, no, it's okay. Rap, rap is like finish. That's all. Rap, like, listen, y'all. I got shit to I got do. To go. I got to get the fuck up off this call. <laughs> no, nah, nah, I enjoyed do. it. I, no, nah, I, I, I needed to go like a, a few minutes ago, but I was like, I, I can't. So no, we, I, we I, got. I, I have got some work to do. No, we got you. So, 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 listen, just, just real quick, then. What what the 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 album obviously was supposed to come out, but that, but I'm I'm assuming it's it's coming. Do you have a, a a title or a a date that you're able to share with us yet, or able to disclose with us? Not that I can disclose. Okay, just, all right. Um, I wish, but um, it's it's definitely coming. Okay, um, you know, at the final stages. Okay, you know, just in the mix and some, but yeah, it's definitely coming very soon. Okay, no doubt, no doubt. Nice, so, nice. So, so Rhapsody, as we as we close this up, let let the listeners know where they can find you out on social media. Um, follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. They're all um at Rhapsody R A P S O D Y. Um, yeah, and online um jamblerecords dot com. Um, I am Rhapsody dot com. Um, so yeah. Follow Rhapsody on IG too because she loves Jordans. She just I love Jordans. <laughs> you see my new velvet? I see. I saw your new joints. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Christmas when I open that box, <laughs> I miss out. No, no. It's it's it, thanks to Jordan and Nike. Shout out to them. Yeah. See, <laughs> see. I'm telling you, when when, when you when you, that's the mark of a lyricist, man. You just get you get shit, man, for for just being dope. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Jordan and Nike, we're dope. 
Can you hook us up? No, I'm just, I'm just playing. But, but listen, Rhapsody, seriously, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being a great lyricist, and thank you for continuing to be a purveyor of the culture of hip hop that we, you know, the, that culture that we love so much, you know, and that's hip hop. So, so thank you for for everything. Oh, thank you guys, and appreciate you know what you're doing. So we appreciate that. Absolutely, absolutely, and yeah. and and when when that album you know gets is are you you're nearer to? We'd love to have you back on the show, yes, so, ma'am, so that we can talk about it. Because because one of the things we like to do is dissect albums, right? We listen to it and we go through it. We did that with Master Ace's most recent album. We did that with Torre's most recent album. We did that, so we enjoy doing that. So I I you know absolutely would love to have you back on the show when that album drops out drops and we could you know dissect it together and and talk about you know what the thought process was behind the album and the mood and the, the feel of it oh most definitely most definitely all right so so rap ho hold on one second yo listeners you know what this is the chronicles of a hip-hop legend radio show tco hhl radio wrapping up our discussion with the wonderful wonderful rhapsody y'all hold tight we'll be right back peace can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Yo, listeners, thank you again. The Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend Radio Show, TCOHHL Radio. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, another another episode of the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend Radio Show. Um, uh, stay tuned next week. Another dope show. Uh, also, check us out on social media too. Um, or just follow us on social media platforms. Um, let's see where we start. <laughs> I guess let's start with um, Twitter, uh, T-C-O-H-H-L underscore radio. Also hip hops, H-I-P-H-O-P-S underscore wizard. Also on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend. Uh, Mixcloud, mixcloud.com front slash T-C-O-H-H-L. Uh, T-C-O-H-H-L dot uh, WordPress dot com. Um, so, again, we thank you guys so much. We thank you also, especially um, to Rhapsody uh, for taking time out of her busy schedule to speak with us. Um, and also to a uh, big shout out and thank you to the good folks at Rock Nation that, um, you know, uh, worked with us to um, and, uh, you know, worked with us to to, to facilitate this uh you know, they're this wonderful opportunity to speak with Rhapsody. Um, so again, listen to stay tuned next week. Another dope episode of the Chronicles of a Hip Hop Legend radio show. We appreciate you guys so much. Remember, word is born, born is life. Identify your goals and dreams and identify, identify them with conviction and uh, everything else will eventually, eventually fall into place. We appreciate you guys so much. Thank you. 100. Till next week. Peace. I don't want to be on to be that's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful, but we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. 
Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. For those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die. And the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think and what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. You don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke it is written, the kingdom of God is within man. Not one man, nor a group of men. But in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The power to create machines. The power to create happiness. You the people have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. A decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason, a world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, 